Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. You already know Pays and Plays podcast here, man. We're going to be giving y'all the week nine of the NFL season. But before then, though, all thoughts and prayers to take off the family and everything. R.I.P., homie. Um, if what we're hearing is over a dice game, you guys, this is a gambling podcast, so I might as well say it. I understand the feels. I'm not saying, of course, takeoff didn't do it, but I, was, I think Quavo was in the conversation of having a dice game. I understand the feeling of when you lose money, we all understand that, and you feel some type of way, but... And he was doing with no-name motherfuckers, too, so that that's kind of a situation where I was like, yeah, bro, that wasn't smart, but... um. Awesome prayers go out to that family, and uh, also with the NFL like trade deadline, man. Let me let me go on that real quick. A lot of interesting moves. Uh, I was kind of I wasn't surprised that the Packers didn't get nobody because it's the Packers. That's what they do. Um, Hawkinson getting traded to the Vikings. I think that's pretty much trying to tell people that we're gonna wrap it up this year. Because I remember when the Lions traded Roy Williams away in a deadline years ago. And, yeah, that team went 0-16, as you know. So, yeah. Um, Chubb to the Dolphins and Wilson to the Dolphins was a – that was good pickups for Miami. Um, I, lo- I love those moves. Um, yeah, it was pretty interesting overall. I know Tooney and um, Robinson got traded, like, what, a week or two ago. That was pretty interesting as well. And with – Rokon Smith going to the, the Ravens, that's that's big. But I have questions with that because, I mean, I know he's a monster. But now he's kind of sharing that same area with Patrick uh, McQueen or whatever. And I just kind of wonder, like, how is that going to work out? But we'll all see, man. We'll see. But let's get right into it, though, man. We got the Thursday night football game. We have the Eagles visiting Houston to play the Texans. Um... Philly is fair by minus 14, man. And I'm going to pick the Texans to cover. Philly to win. I don't think this is a game where you bet this game. But we know sometimes Philly be having big leads. And then the second half, they kind of just like bullshit throughout the whole second half. And the Texans, who never knows? You know, Pierce is pretty good. He can run the ball. Philly's a little sensitive still against the against the run, which is still kind of shocking. I think that's probably the only flaw on the defense is the run defense. Pass defense, A1. Run defense is still kind of sus. Even though Pierce is a rookie, I still think he can make some plays. It'd probably be a backdoor cover towards that. Maybe the first half Eagle spread may be the way to go. Next game, we have the Buffalo Bills visiting the Meadowlands to take on the Jets. Bills are favorite by minus 12 and a half. This is a borderline best bet. Oh, let me drink some motherfucking water real quick, man. Alright, so. Bills to win and cover. Yeah. And I know last week when I said they take on my Packers, how I was with the Packers all the way with the spread. I mean, I was talking about it. You know, it was a play where I think Tanya got hit with an offensive pass interference. I think that's bullshit. They really should have lost by three points. 
they had a chance, but I mean, they still took the cover. But the Bills didn't play so good in the second half. I do think this is a game where they fully have pedal to the metal. Zach Wilson, man, I think he's just dog shit right now, bro. Because honestly, Mac Jones didn't play pretty good, and the Patriots didn't play pretty good. But Zach Wilson was giving the ball up. If he wasn't giving the ball up, they probably would have had a chance to win that game. And I understand it's a whole new offense now with no Brees Hall. And you still got Robinson trying to get acclimated to the system. It's going to take some time. But give me the Bills to win and cover this game. Next game, we have the Minnesota Vikings visiting Maryland. Yes, of course, the Washington Commanders don't play in D.C. Some people don't know that shit. But uh, Vikings are favored by minus three and a half. I actually think the Commanders can win this game. But I feel very comfortable with the spread, though, more than the actual win. Um, Heineke, for some fucking reason, like I said, he just finds fucking plays, bro. That that game against the Colts, that was a sloppy game either or. But that game, I mean, Heineke, I mean, I don't know. This guy can fucking play, bro. This, him and P.J. Walker, shout out to the two XFL guys. Those motherfuckers can play, bro. So, I don't know how the hell what happened. And Kirk Cousins is due to fuck up a game or two. And the Vikings defense, I'm just not so. I know this team is like, what, 6-1, 7-1 or whatever. I'm just not so the Vikings. I think the Vikings will honestly lose the first the first round or second round of playoffs, in my opinion. But give me the commanders in the cover for sure. Next game, we have the Green Bay Packers visiting Detroit to take on the Lions. The Packers are minus 3.5, minus 4 in some books. Now, to the people that have the minus 4, in some sports books, I will wait on this for a minute. This is this isn't an official bet for me. And you know how I say I don't bet with my team with my heart. I bet with what I see. Right? Remember how I said Bills was on win, but Packers were covering. Packers was the best bet in the spread. But I do think this is a game where as bad as the Lions are defensively, you mean to tell me Aaron Rodgers can't do something against this defense? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Let's be realistic, bro. We just seen Geno Smith terrorize his defense. Tua Tagovailoa, who can barely fucking play a damn game because he got a goddamn headache, head injuries and shit. Oh, I mean, Bailey Zappy, bro. I know it's a division game, and it's at Detroit. But I don't even think it matters because he's in Detroit. Because if you really know Packer fans, man, they show their ass up nowhere. They're they're like the equivalent of like the Cowboys and like the Steelers and 49ers and shit. You're going to see those fans no matter what fucking state you in. Maybe whatever fucking country you're in. But this, this Lions defense can't stop a fucking soul. So, and they can definitely stop the run. And I, and Green Bay, they don't even want to fucking throw the ball. I mean, they try to, but... The reason why they covered against the Bills is the reason why I see they cover against the Lions because all they did was run the ball and control the whole possession, and that's what they pretty much would do in this game. Jared Goff may try to do a little something. The over-unders at 49.5, I kind of do like that going over, but we'll, we'll see because everyone's all on the Lions so far from what I'm seeing. Next game, we have the Miami Dolphins visiting Chicago to take on the Bears. The Dolphins are favored by minus five. This is a game where I say Bears cover, Dolphins win. Kind of similar to what how the Dolphins play against the Lions. And I mean, 
I think this would be a big test. Them going to a colder climate. And I know people like, why are you saying this shit? But some people got to understand, you know, some of these southern warm teams going to somewhere in the Midwest where it can be cold. It can be frigid. And I know it's going to be windy. It's going to be real cold as the motherfuckers. But I still think they'll win this game. But I think the problem I look at with the Bears is we don't know about this defense now because they traded away two of their best players. Like, I was with the – I actually, Sunday – Literally on game day, I betted the Bears plus 10 against the Cowboys. And I felt good when they cut the lead to five. And then that whole touchdown and then the Michael Parsons uh, scoop and score. And that, that 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 shit just threw off the whole bet. And the fuck the teaser, by the way, too, if you guys didn't pay attention to that. But that's the only thing I can't imagine. But knowing Tua... I've been saying it all year, even when I bet him, he's going to bond to get sacked a couple times or lose the ball or interception. So it'd probably be a close game, maybe a field goal game. Next game, we have the Carolina Panthers at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are favored by minus seven and a half. Some books is eight. Some of the books that I've seen at eight, I like the Panthers at plus eight. Some of it at seven and a half, that's a stay away from me. The Panthers are. The way I look at the bank, uh, the Bengals, they're frosters just like Cleveland. I mean, come on now. I, I don't trust no Ohio team. I'm sorry. I just don't, guys. I know some people from Ohio and all that shit, but I, I just don't trust it. I don't trust it. I don't. So that I'm staying away only if I, if I see seven and a half. But if I see plus eight, give me Panthers. The defense is still kind of decent. The Bengals offensive line is still dog shit. I mean, this is officially what halfway part of the season, and they're still dog shit. Um, the no Jamar Chase thing is actually bigger than what we thought. Even though you got Tyler Boyd, you got T Higgins, you got two other receivers that that actually could be. I mean, I think T Higgins could be a number one receiver in some teams, but that's my opinion. But it hasn't been showing it though. And I do think this is a, a game where they could slack off and they probably will win this game. But it may, it may be a touchdown. And that's why I'm saying either or. I wouldn't love at the 7 and a half, But if you give me Panthers plus 8, I'll take that. Next game, we have the Indianapolis Colts visiting Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. The Patriots are favored minus 5 and a half. And I got the Colts to actually cover this game. But the Patriots still win. Now... Mac Jones, and I actually took this game against the Jets. Um, <laughs> he did not look good. I, I believe he's still injured, so I, I do think that's a factor. But the problem with the Patriots, I think this shit is so predictable, and it's because you got Matt Patricia as a fucking offensive coordinator, bro. That fucking bum of a coach when he was coaching the Lions was dog shit. It had a better quarterback than right now. So what made you think this was going to be any better? And Billy is two times smarter than this to allow this shit. The play calling hasn't been completely bad, but the shit gets so repetitive and obvious. It kind of makes me wonder about this team. And with the Colts with Ellinger in, I still think they have a shot. I mean, yeah, they lost a heartbreaker in the last minute game against the Commanders, but I see them doing the same thing in this game, which is why I can cover that plus five and a half. I can see it being a field goal or less game. I do believe the Colts defense actually played a little decent too in Fox, bro. Uh, the over or under is only at 40, and I actually like to go under the 40. 
I think that's how I could see this game being maybe like a shoot, kind of like a 16-13 game or a 20-10 to 10 game type scenario, but who knows. Next game, we have the L.A. Chargers visiting the Atlanta Falcons. The Chargers are favored by minus three. Some books, three and a half. My slight, my slight initiative says, initiative says take the Chargers to win and cover. But I have concerns, and this will be a stay away game for me either way. Maybe Atlanta Falcons running back props, and I'm going to tell you why. I always say the Chargers run defense is dog shit. I was saying this against Seattle. I fucked around, took uh, the Kenneth Walker rushing prop. That easily hit, and I was plus money. I think I mentioned that in a previous episode. So that was a good hit. I just don't trust it. But then in the back of my other mind, it tells me with the Chargers that Herbert, them coming off a of bye week, I think this is the right team to play to get right because the Falcons secondary minus A.J. Terrell just isn't good. But who the hell really knows in this game? So I'm staying the hell away from this game. Next game, we have the Las Vegas Raiders visiting Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. The Raiders are minus one and a half favorites. I got the Jags in a slight upset to win and cover. And it's a home game. This Raiders team, I don't fucking trust. You know, you, you would think against a team like the Saints that, I mean, they've been kind of like struggling. I mean, that whole a- NFC South has been struggling, but it's been bad with the Saints and the way they shut out. The Raiders makes you kind of worried. And the offensive line for the Raiders just is not good. It's not good, really. And you take it on the Jaguars, that's they have, you know, Trayvon Walker. They got Josh Allen. They got at least two decent pass rushers. And I do think this is a this is a, a good get right game for the Jaguars. And then you got, of course, a West Coast team and the Raiders traveling to an East Coast human Jacksonville team area and i just i just think the jackson went and covered this game i don't really have no much science to that but yeah next game we got the seattle seahawks visiting arizona to take on the cardinals the cardinals are minus two minus one in some other books and the spread and look i got the cardinals to win and cover this game i have them i i i really love it but i really love the over 49 and a half i really love that when you think of DeAndre Hopkins back in his Cardinals offense, they do are they are averaging at least twenty points and more a game. And I do think Seattle with their offense, I, well, I guess I'm giving you an over underplay. I do love the forty nine and a half, but the Cardinals, I do think they step up in this game. They they bounce back from the loss they took against the Seahawks. They didn't have D Hop, but look how big of a difference that is. And the Seahawks, them young boys, they drafted is playing pretty good, and Geno's playing pretty straight. And I I think it'll be a competitive game, but I think the Cardinals got this one. Next game we have the loss. Angeles Rams taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. Tampa is minus three favorites. I got the Buccaneers to win the cover of this game. We we don't know the concern of Cooper Cup injury, how bad that is. So that's an unknown thing. Allen Robinson just has not been on this fucking team to me. He does not have he he hasn't existed for almost almost a whole year. Cause Chicago he he didn't show up either. So I I really started to have concerns. Maybe we saw the signs of Chicago. Um, they need another pass rusher too, man. I'm surprised they didn't try to go out and get anybody besides Aaron Donald in the interior. Um, uh, 
Buccaneers, I, this is the game where they just have to fucking get right, man. And with the Rams, they don't have a run game, and they let go of Cam Akers. Well, he's not let go, but, you know, he's just not on the team this year pretty much no more. And I do think the Buccaneers have to get right. I mean, they have a wide opposition for the a- NFC South still, so why not? But I think this is their bounce-back game. You would think this would be the game. If they lose this game, I'm not saying that shit no more with the Buccaneers. So, give me the Bucks at the minus three to win the cover. Next game, we have the Tennessee Titans visiting the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. The Chiefs are minus 12 and a half favorites. This is too damn high for me, bro. My bad, I had to get a drink of water. This is too damn high. I got the Titans to cover, but the Chiefs to win. I mean, I think this 12 and a half is fluctuating because we don't know if Tannehill is going to play. But I do believe they'll probably do the same thing they did with the uh, Texans, just run the ball with Harry. And, I mean, it worked. Believe Willis only had, like, what, 55 passing yards? He didn't have to do much, but even he ran when he needed to run. So I do think that will, will kind of, like, you know, be a thing because when you run the ball and you keep moving forward – you're ticking that clock. Them changes moving. You're scoring touchdowns, hopefully, when you're running the ball. So, give me that. But I still think my homes is going to find a way to terrorize this fucking defense. It doesn't matter who the fuck the Chiefs play offensively. I mean, everyone raves about Buffalo and Buffalo and Buffalo. But even though the Chiefs put up 20 points and they almost had an opportunity to win that game against the Bills. I mean, other than that, I think, what, that in Miami, when they lost to Miami, was the most points they let up, if I'm not mistaken. But I like Kansas City to still win this game. In a Monday night game. All right. We got the Baltimore Ravens visiting New Orleans to take on the Saints. You got the Ravens at minus two and a half favorites. I got the Saints to slightly win and cover this game. This is an upset to me. Is that the Superdome? It's a Monday night game. Have we not seen what happens when it's full stands and it's Monday night in New Orleans? Did we, did we not remember that that Falcons game back in the day when Vic was on that team? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I love Lamar Jackson. I just don't know what's going on with Mark Andrews. And if that's the thing still, that's going to be a problem. The receivers, we just don't really know, man. Like, I like Bateman. Duvernay is okay. But if they felt comfortable with them, they wouldn't have made that move to get to Sean Jackson. Um, and I think the Saints team kind of woke up and came alive. Especially that the division is wide open. Why not go for it? Why not take that chance, guys? And, I mean, I'm okay with Dalton being the starting quarterback over Winston. Long as that he's the most healthiest and he's the most quarterback that can win. You know, I, I do got that future, guys. Remember that. That's just why I'm kind of being a little biased sometimes, man. <laughs> but I need six more fucking wins. So let's see if they fucking get that. <laughs> but, you guys... I appreciate all the love, man. If you haven't already, give me them five-star ratings on the podcast episodes, man. I appreciate you guys. I would do the over-under Thursday afternoon, way before the Thursday night football games. I think Good Friday was a good thing for people. I think they fuck with Good Friday. So Good Friday will be a thing for now long. I think long as we got football and basketball going on. You know, college basketball, I believe, is next week. So, you know, I'm going to make sure we keep that going on. Uh, I will try to get some more individual NBA stuff as well. I know I've been hitting a little bit in the player prop market. 
Um, so you guys just keep tuning in, spread the love, guys, and let's get this money out here. Be safe, y'all.